Namaste and welcome to the River of Wisdom podcast, a podcast that brings to you the ancient Vedic tradition which reveals that you are pure being having a human experience. I'm your guide by the side, Swamini P. Let us flow, you and I, on the banks of the River of Wisdom. During college days, we would often use this phrase to console a friend who had a breakup. If you love someone, set them free. If they come back, they are yours. If they don't, they never were. It sounded nice at that time, but it was highly flawed. If you love someone, set that person free. Is that person a bird to be set free? If they come back, they are yours. What does yours really mean? Yours and mine imply ownership. And ownership means exclusive rights and control over something. It implies mastery, domination, power, authority and possession of something. We love to own things and people. Why? Because a sense of ownership enhances our identities. We feel powerful. We feel significant. We feel powerful. We feel significant. We are suitably enhanced. And we want more of this feeling. The Vedic tradition awakens us to reality and helps us ask the question, what is it that is really mine? Can I claim exclusive, permanent title to anything, to land, to knowledge, to people, to things, or even to my own body-mind? When I analyze anything that I own, all I find is that there is something I possess temporarily. Surely my body is my own? Well, if my body is my own, it means I should be able to completely control it, right? But I can't. If my body is really mine, it must behave and lose weight and run the marathon as I wish it to. But I cannot control when to feel hungry, thirsty or regulate when to go to the washroom. The body seems to have a mind of its own and is subject to laws not created by me or anyone that I know. If I cannot claim ownership, then maybe my mother can claim my body. She can say it is the flesh of my flesh. It has my genes. The father can also step in and say, hey, I too was involved. Plus, we have jointly provided the food, shelter for the body to grow and do well. Collectively, the efforts of so many community members, such as farmers and many service providers, have gone into providing for the body. The partner can say, we are two halves joined in a sacred union. You are mine. The child born of the partnership can also assert, like one of the children I know said, my father goes to work to provide for me. He has a duty towards me until I grow up. It is endless. 
the people, the creatures and the materials that can claim right to this body. The family, the employer, the country, water, space, fire, air, cows, grains, fruits, vegetables, earth, not to mention mosquitoes, bugs, bacteria, viruses. The vulture could also claim someday that body is going to be my dinner. The virus in the stomach could well say, for generations, this has been my home. Really speaking, for my own body, I am only a managing trustee. This body has been given to me in good faith. Even state laws prohibit suicide recognizing that the body is entrusted to you. You have the right to maintain it, but not to destroy it. Perhaps my mind is mine, truly mine. If that was so, surely I should be able to control it and feel good all the time, but I cannot. What I can do is understand the ways of the mind and learn to use it as an instrument. And the same thing applies to the body. If the body and mind are not really mine, then what can we say of our partners, our children, our properties and our jobs? All things that contribute hugely to our sense of identity, our sense of feeling enhanced, are not really ours. At best, we are trustees. One of the five yamas in Ashtanga Yoga is Aparigraha, loosely translated as non-grasping, meaning abstaining from possessiveness, craving and hoarding. Why is this to be practiced? Since we are subjective, we project a subjective value onto things that they do not have, causing us anxiety and conflict. We practice a parigraha by recognizing that we have a status of being a trustee. As we reduce our identification with external things such as objects, people or even our physical bodies, we become less concerned with exerting the power and control that comes with ownership. This attitude of temporarily possessing something rather than owning it brings great freedom. It is such a relief whether the attitude is towards your house, money, children or your own body. Attitude of trusteeship puts things in perspective that promotes objectivity. The relationship is seen for what it really is, impermanent, non-exclusive, yet with an existing present commitment that is to be enjoyed and properly maintained. In terms of functionality, you may still be the owner of the land or the house or your things. Your attitude of being a trustee frees you. The Vedic tradition encourages us to experience the freedom that is waiting for us when we have the right attitude of trusteeship towards our wealth, our property, our family and friends. In seeing that we are trustees, 
we will not have a clinging attachment because we won't be obsessed towards any of them all false sense of ownership in relationships are now reduced to factual relationships imagine the freedom when i see that my children are given to me as a trustee i don't own them yes i am legally responsible for them till they are adults my attempt to control them comes from the delusion of ownership while they have come through me they were never mine i was just an instrument for them to be born and live out their karma imagine the freedom i feel when i see that my skills and talents are given to me as a trustee i make the most of them knowing that they may be here now and gone the next moment i don't take things for granted but i see that all that is here is granted is given to me in trust my skills and talents become instruments of change for me to contribute to the world imagine the freedom when i see that the situations the people the opportunities in my life are given to me as a trustee i use my time wisely there is no struggle to be detached i just see objectively that there is nothing i really own imagine the freedom and the natural respect and hence ethical utilization of land water and other resources as a trustee they do not exist for my uncontrolled consumption rather as another being i try to live in harmony in the ecosystem and use the least required when public funds are raised by political parties or even non-profits the trustees are accountable and rightly so for the way the funds are utilized the beautiful thing about trusteeship is it comes with responsibility accountability but no binding attachment the recognition that nothing is really mine just temporarily present in my life can be sad initially but greatly liberating the more we dwell on it so when times change people change and people change with the times there is no surprise the tides of time have always been fleeting in seeing your trusteeship you become bigger than all the things you tried to define yourself by you are free a lot of people ask me about my life as a monk and how i gave up things and why i am not attached to career money a luxurious lifestyle etc and the truth is that none of these things were ever mine to give up and the value for all this was long outgrown a couple of years ago i stayed in an ashram called atithi ashram at tiruvannamalai in southern india tithi means date and time and so atithi is one without date and time this ashram rightly believed that everyone arrives on this earth as an atithi without announcing time of arrival lives for a short time and then departs atithi means guest 
And so it's likely that if we learn to live as guests in our own house, as trustees on this earth, who have been given things in trust, we will be objective and free. The sense of ownership then is purely a notion, a notion I hold on to, but a notion that is not based on reality. What you give up is just your notion that something was permanently yours. Hence, if you love someone, you are free, and so is the other person. Whether the person is with you or not, you are free because you are a trustee. You stopped feeling the delusion of being an owner a long time ago. You matter. Your life matters. What you do with your life matters. Thanks for listening. If you found this episode helpful, do share it with someone who might benefit. As always, for any questions or requests, please write to me at swaminiji at discoveratma.com That's S-W-A-M-I-N-I-J-I at D-I-S-C-O-V-E-R-A-T-M-A dot com. Thanks for listening and see you next week.